Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Here's what's going to happen. I am going to have to fix you, manage you to, on a more personal scale, a, a more micro form of management. What is that called? micro Boom. Yes. It's Mike Shope. What is your name, sir? I am Bill Butlicker. And the Bulldog. Really? That's your real name? How dare you? My family built this country, by the way. It's Mike Shope. The three words I would describe you as is aggressive, yes. hostile, and definitely difficult. And the Bulldog. Well, I like the sound of your voice. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Still watching The Office? How often do you watch The Office anymore? You done ne- with it forever ne- or what? Never, ever. I, I, I never... I bet I've seen less than a third of the episodes of The Office. At all? Like, ever? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought, you were, yeah. I thought you were way into it there. No, I never really got way into it. I, I, I may have started a time or two, but it always got cast off for something else. So it, I, I like it. I never watched it when it was on, like, you know, on, on TV. Um and hmm. but you know intermittently i would sort of dip in and i'd watch a few episodes and then sort of forget about it for six months and i never really got more into it than that what happens to me is i have it set to automatically record every time like there's a limit on how many episodes i will have on my machine but like if i ever think of it i look and there's five sitting there waiting for me there often seem to be the ones toward the end of the series which are less good Mm-hmm. But um, so I do. I do watch The Office, and I'm I'm glad about it. Okay, joining I'm us glad now for you. Thank you. Joining us now on the West Her Hotline is Joe Yurden of Joe. I know your name so well. We've never spoken. I w- I had a whole setup here uh, planned, which was to say like Sa- Sabres fans know who he is because if if they care about being right, like you're out there, and then I just went and blanked on where you're working. <laughs> Mike, listen, it, 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 it is always funny that anytime I'm on, it with it's always Bulldog, and then it's never, you're never there, and I'm always right. like, did I do something to Mike? To, no. Like, did I do something wrong? Bleacher Report. 
Well, <laughs> Bleacher Report. Yes. Now uh, you might think. And, yeah. Now you might think that this was all, like some more of that, and it totally wasn't. <laughs> it totally. I'm so sorry. Well, it, it has dawned on me that I've I have I don't remember the first time I I reached out to you, Joe, but I know it was a week where Mike was off maybe leading up to free agency or the draft or something. And then I think that that has happened, that has kind of followed suit. I think that there's been two or three other times where you, Mike has been away, and I'm like, ah, I'm going to call Joe. Uh, but, but it's and So I thought, does he think that Mike doesn't like him? There's I've no- never met Joe. <laughs> right. I have no reason not to like him. So. You have not. You have reason not to like me the way this is starting. Anyway, uh, listen, we're all on good ground here, Mike. Good. We're, we're everything's everything's square. We're all, we're all having fun here. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. The Sabers hope to get right tonight against Dallas, another tough opponent here this week. Joe, what do you think of their chances at this point? And what did you think of them, say, a week ago? Well, I I, I have a lot of. I have a lot of trouble because it's it's always they, they win a game, all right, going to playoffs, going to go beat Toronto, we're going to beat everybody, and then you lose a game, and it's like, well, all right, where are we picking in the draft? Can we get to the, can we get to number one? It's it's so hot and cold. Um, it, it, but it's the way this team's going to it, – they've been, and they're going to be because it's – you know, they're super young. That's, that's just the way life's going to be. But um, this week was going to be really telling. Uh, a week ago, I was like, well, let's see what they, how many points they can pull out. Uh, and how it goes because it's, I mean, it's rough. I mean, it's Edmonton with McDavid. It's, you know, you're, you're talking about the Islanders where, you know, it's dreary, dreadful to watch. Uh, and they have one of the best goalies in the league. And now Dallas comes in and they're leading the central and they've got one of the best goalies in the league and they play such a hard game. It's, I mean, it's hard. You want to come, you need two points tonight and you probably need two points Saturday and then, you know, take care of business next week with, I mean, Toronto's tough, but uh, but with Washington and Philly after that, you gotta you gotta beat those teams to stay in the hunt. Yeah, I, I feel like you know, I I like to try to avoid Joe. Like they lost, it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, the other the that, that Islander game felt just massive. Every everyone knew it. I mean, it was obvious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a team you're probably looking to displace to get in a spot. And to have it go the way it went, I mean, with the the, the kicking and the whatever, yeah. um, <laughs> and I, I found it pretty interesting. I, I talked to Paul Hamilton, who will be on with us much later as we get closer to well to pregame, actually. Uh, but Paul told me he thought it was interesting that Granado was kind of hard on them uh, about that, that they just they they didn't want to do what needed to be done to win the game, and and th- those that hasn't happened very often where Granado publicly has sort of you know laid it on them but it sounds to me from what paul told me that he did today yeah i, I mean they're, they're, i mean the one issue we, we've kept hearing after some of the losses even some of the wins is that they're not taking shots uh you know they're passing on opportunities and i you know i think the freeze frame of of quinn coming into the zone uh late in that game and has a free lane to shoot it and it looks like it's a great look and he passed off and you know, it was it was one of those moments where it's like, geez, you you could you could maybe change the game by taking that shot, but instead it's a pass off, and and you know, I mean, the Islanders were blocking shots, they're blocking passes, they're sticks and lanes all over the place. So, you know, if you've got to look like that, you have to take the take the opportunity, and they've done that in, a, I mean, geez, too many games to count, um, where it's you know, guys are coming in, it's like, oh boy, here we go, they, they can they can score it right here, and then it's like, well, let me drop it off to this guy, maybe he can score it, or you know, let me slip it over here, maybe we can make some. Make some highlights happen, but 
But I, you know, at some point, it just it kind of wears on you a bit. I think that was one of those games because, I mean, just look at the three goals the Islanders scored. You know, they, they, the first one comes off of a pass that bounces off a skate in front, and Zeke is just parked. It's easy. The second one comes off, you know, hits off somebody in front, goes to somebody, goes to a player who's just kind of standing there by himself. Oops, easy goal. And then, you know, the the, the fashion goal, I mean, geez, whatever with that stuff, man. Like, that's that's goofy. But, um, yeah. but, but it's like these are the things that happen when you, you know, throw the puck at the net, take some shots. You know, it's – yeah. You know, it's it's the old, I mean it's the old you know Michael Scott Wayne Gretzky thing you know you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take office reference office bulldog there we go. office reference yes <laughs> yes with Joe Yerdon on the Western Hotline of Bleacher Report at Joe Yerdon on Twitter well I don't want to talk like they're done because we all agree they're not we know that they're not how how do you put the season into perspective say they fall a little bit short Joe I'm not saying a collapse necessarily but if right. they don't if they don't get there. I mean, this was a was this has been a good season. Um, I, there's been a lot of positive vibes. Are the Sabers at any risk of doing damage to that? No, I don't. I don't think so at all. I, I, I take a look at the steps that have that have that the players that they're they're banking on to take this team into the, you know into seasons beyond into the playoffs and you know make a run at the, make a run at a Stanley Cup eventually here. Uh, all of them took steps. Every single one of them took giant steps, except maybe in goal. But, uh, but I mean, you look at what Dullian's doing. I mean, Dullian's, Dullian's legit maybe a Norris favorite, honestly. Um, you know, that's incredible. Uh, Thompson's, you know, if, if the Sabres are able to get to the playoffs, you're going to have Thompson lining up on quite a few MVP balance. I, I mean, <laughs> we're talking stuff like that. You know, Quinn's been incredible since he's, you know, he's gotten a bit of a lift here. If he gets, if he catches a heater, maybe he hits twenty goals, and then you're talking like, oh, okay, well, what's the bar next season? And then you see what Cousins is doing. I mean, we're talking he's you know getting a whisper close to thirty goals. He's coming close to seventy points, almost kind of like what Tage did last season. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I see the growth from all these guys, and and you know, Samuelson's been really strong. Powers power looks incredible. I mean, he should be in the Calder. He should be first for the Calder, as far as I'm concerned, Homer or not, like whatever there's so much there and there's so much more to come that the fact that they're doing this well already is, is the part that I'm like, Oh, okay. They're a little bit ahead of schedule. I, I mean, we've been talking about that all season, but um, if they come up short, well, you know, listen, the team full of guys that haven't been in the spot before getting to that spot already. I don't know. That's, that's really good to me. And they're going to be able to use that going forward. Yeah. There, there's a, there is a lot to like, I think I said yesterday, the day before, um, you know, a, a, a part of what has me feeling so good here is that I, I really, I, I know, look, anything can happen and, you know, things can fall apart. And we've thought this team was on the right track through wishful thinking, maybe, you know, a half a dozen other times during this drought that we're enduring. But I, I mean, I'm fully invested in the group, the talent, the future. I think it looks excellent, and whatever's happening right now, I guess it should be pointed out, is happening without, you know, the winger, a winger on their top line. Like Alex Tuck matters a lot for this team. He is young, but older than almost everyone else as far as impactful guys go. You know, you get past Oposo and Gergensens, you're looking at, you know, the top end of your lineup here, and Tuck is like the grizzled old man of that group, even though he's what 25 or 26 years old. Um, I, I, I still. I still think, you know, him being out has got to be having a, a big impact on what they're doing here. 
Oh, it's 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 a huge impact. I mean, we're talking the guy who was tied for second with Darlene and and scoring on the team behind Thompson. I mean, you, you know, and him and and Darlene went out for you know at the same time, and you're just kind of like, oh boy, how are they gonna how are they gonna handle this? This is this is gonna be tough. And you know, finding a way to replace Tuck, and I think I wrote about this uh, on on Noted Hockey recent, uh, well, when it happened, was that you're not gonna be able to replace a guy like Tuck. Like you just can't. The, that kind of production, what he does with the group, and you know, and all that stuff, and finding a way to make do with it, uh, you know, this was a, you know around the deadline. I was like, well, you know, who's your, you know, who's your bargain basement guy that you can get to to kind of fill that spot for a bit? But you know, they they kept it basically within house. You know, they go and get Jordan Greenway to get the, the you know the physical aspect to the, that they kind of need. You know, they needed they definitely needed that you know kind of a, a bouncer type guy who has some skill. Um, but I mean, geez, you, you're talking, I mean, Tuck was on pace for what, 30, 35, 35 mm-hmm. goals, something like that. I mean, it's, it, it's a hard loss. I mean, it, 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 it's a guy on a line that already, that still scores, that, that scores a ton, but boy, oh boy, it's, it's, it's a lot and it affects the whole rest of the lineup. But, um, you know, I see the way Quinn's played and he's looked, he's looked really solid. I'm really anxious to see what he looks like tonight with, with, uh, cousins and, uh, middle stat. So. Um, it, it's, you know, it, it's an opportunity for other guys to get it figured out. I mean, we've heard that line a thousand times, you know, any injury is a chance for somebody else to step up. But, um, in this case though, you're, you're not talking about filling it with some guy that you plucked off of waivers or, you know, so, you know, some guy that's been playing eight minutes, uh, eight minutes a night all season long and, you know, has three goals. This is a chance for, for guys that are going to carry you beyond this season and, and into the future that are going to get these looks. Joe, do you have a thought on how the goalie rotation has been, you know, what it's what it's been and what it should be coming up here? I mean, it, it's it's Comrie now seeing more action. And I I kind of think if there's if there's one thing, and I, I don't say this from hindsight, I mean I, this is how I felt. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing different to do about it, I think it would have been more Comrie. Like just you invested in him, he got hurt, he never got his season off the ground. Now mm-hmm. you've got him, and it wasn't like Lukanen was playing at such a high level. I would, I would think if it's Lukanen, it's more the future and getting him work and everything like that. But man, I don't know. Like Comrie would have been in the net more for me uh, once he got back. How, how about you? Yeah, it's it's a real tough situation because once Comrie was healthy and ready to go, I, that came around what December, December, like right end of, end of December into January. Think about what Lukanen was doing in mid-December, where he's, you know, he's, you know, helping them beat Washington in Washington. He's helping them beat Boston in Boston. You know, he he's the guy who's in net when they hang on again, you know, to to beat Colorado on the road, to beat Vegas on the road, where, you know, they're getting outshot, you know, by a ton, and he's making ridiculous saves all over the place and winning winning them those, those games. So that buys a lot of credit, you know, because yeah. you because you see it. And you're like, wow, look what this guy's doing. This is incredible. And then, you know, there's a couple of five, six goal stinkers in there. And you're like, well, he won us these other games. So, like, we got to kind of deal with it. But, uh, I I mean, it was interesting after Comrie's last start here uh, and he picked up a win. He's he's like, well, you know, I'm one four in a row now. And, you know, this is, you know, playing, feeling pretty well, doing well. And it's like, you know, it's a little subtle campaigning, maybe not very subtle at all to to get some more starts. But, uh, but for me, it just takes one of these, one of those two guys to just grab it, run with it, and look like lights out in, in a game where you're like, oh, all right, they, this, they mean business, and and to string it together, it's just so hard to do, 
even with a compact schedule like this where there's tons of games, it's so hard to do to get it in a rhythm where it's, you know, game to game to game where you're playing and you're seeing the shots and you're, you're going through it. It's just because, you know, but the thing is that what they don't want to do is to, is to pick a guy and then have that guy get cold and then be like, well, we got to let him figure it out, but you know, we're running out of games here. So, uh, it, it's tough. Obviously, it's a lot easier if Anderson is able to play more games. But you know, right. it's—I mean, it, you have to—you have to kind of find a way to patch it up. And I guess the way to do that is just let all these guys keep playing in this sort of rotation. And if you get to the postseason, well, good luck figuring out how to handle it then. It's. It, it, I was waiting to say something about Anderson as we're talking about Comrie and Lukanen, and I think it is right. Lukanen's maybe best stretch of the season came right as Comrie came back. So, like, I understand them sort of deferring. I remember talking to Paul when that was happening, I thought, and I thought just like Mike just said, they'll want to get Comrie up and running. And Paul was like, I not so fast. You know, Lukanen's mm-hmm. been good, and I think he's he's earned it. And Granado always says, you know, you get what you earn, so they're going to want to do that. So they did. And then you've got this, you know, it's not a wild card, but like a third goalie who's your best guy, really, but can only play once a week. And that's just a that, that complicates getting either of the other guys really stabilized, I think, or it can anyway, when you've got a third guy that steps in, you know, once a week like that or, or maybe a little less. So it's, you know, and, and they, cho- they chose that, right? I mean, they chose that path. Yeah. They brought Anderson back. They value his experience and being here to mentor or whatever he's doing. But, and, and again, he's given them really good results, but it's tough when your best guy can only play once a week. Yeah. And, and the, the, I guess the, I don't know if, I don't know what the right word here is, which is bad for me as a writer to say that. I don't know if it's ironic or what, but without Anderson, they're not in this position to, to right. be in the hunt there like that's just it's not possible i mean we're, we're talking about a guy who's got like a what a 9 18 9 20 save percentage in a season where the average i think the league average is what 903 right about now like 903 905 somewhere in that range so he's you're getting a, like elite starts from him when he's in there and you know and but you but it's such a it's such a tease because you want to play him more but then you run the risk of having him not beyond point and then suddenly you've got three goalies kind of playing the same the same way then you're like well right the, you know just pick a name out of a hat at that point so uh you know i, I guess yeah you, you, you kind of have to guarantee yourself that one start where you're like okay i know this guy's going to take care of business and then you know hope, hopefully some you know one of the other guys can just grab it and go which it's, it's a tough spot for both of them to be in i mean it's you know, I mean, you look at Luke and his career with the injuries and all, you know, the up and down stuff and all that. And then Comrie, same thing. You know, he went on waivers, what, three times last year, three, four times, and, you know, hopped around to it, you know, got picked up all over the place and, you know, finally settled into Winnipeg and then got a, you know, got 19 starts, looked great. So you're thinking, all right, this is it. This is the time. And then, you know, things never, the plan never sticks to itself. Joe, a delight. Thank you. I'm sorry again one more time for not for blanking there for a second, but I'll be better next time. And uh, we'll talk again soon, I hope. I, I hope so too, Mike. And uh, yeah, no, no harm, no foul there. That's Good. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Joe Yurden of Bleacher Report at Joe Yurden on Twitter. This is a game you can watch, I believe, tonight, uh, unless you have, w- without the, the, the fancy ESPN Plus <laughs> subscription. Back on the normal, the normal channel. I mean, Dad will be watching tonight. Yes, there are people who don't have that. Like, if you have YouTube, I think mm-hmm, maybe right. you can't get the Sabers on MSG. Right. That's right. That's right. That's why I I chose 
the carrier I chose, uh, which is Fubo, because they have MSG, and and it was one of the very few streaming services that does have it. But they yeah. don't have TNT and TBS, so, yes, so there's a downside. The choices you have to make these days. Yep. We get back to Aaron Rodgers for a minute. Rumors have him going to the Jets. Nothing official yet. Also, I said before, just uh, in passing, tonight I will be doing something I've never done. Exciting. I'm excited to tell you about it. And get your advice. Oh, wow. It's not play guitar on stage. Is it something I've done? Okay, well then. I don't know if it is, actually. I think maybe it isn't. But, right. you know, that's never stopped us before. Oh, fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. You throw should the definitely ball. solicit advice from someone who has no idea what he's talking about. So I'll be happy to provide that for you. Throw the ball, Josh. Come on. Like, just yeah. you stand, you're standing. Come on. We know what to do. We're telling you. Shoot. Shoot. Right? Shoot, Shoot it already. Come on, you guys. Yes, we're, we're, we're the ones who know. Okay, back after sports. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.